On today's episode of Sports Medicine Weekly, Dr. Brian Cole and I discuss arthritis. Will activity levels make your arthritis worse? Interesting topic, so stay tuned. But first, Midwest Orthopedics at Rush is something you can't find anywhere else. The number one ranked orthopedic and spine care in Illinois. When it comes to diagnosing and addressing your pain, their team of orthopedic providers is focused on giving you the most effective treatments to help you feel and function better. And with access to their orthopedic and spine experts conveniently located in six Chicagoland area locations, it's easier than ever to get you back to leading a full active life. Visit RushOrtho.com to learn more and find a specialist. JRF Ortho partners with orthopedic surgeons to improve the quality of life of patients by enabling them to have an active life through the generous gift of cartilage and ligament transplantation. Please go to jrfortho.org to learn more or sign up to be a tissue donor at donatelife.net. Again, jrfortho.org. <laughs> Steve Cashel here with Dr. Brian Cole. And Dr. Cole, have an interesting uh, topic right here. Um, so many people have arthritis. Uh, osteoarthritis, can you just first of all describe what osteoarthritis is? Sure, Steve. And I think that's a really uh, great place to start. So osteoarthritis, uh, osteo means uh, uh, bone, okay? Uh, and arthro means joint. Uh, so, you know, in simple terms, osteoarthritis is the loss of cartilage that covers our bones. And it's a, you know, virtual epidemic. I mean, I think the numbers in the United States are about 60 million people demonstrate some level of x-ray evidence of arthritis. And it's, you know, people think of trauma or injury as causing arthritis. But the reality is, Steve, that it's kind of that the only person you can kind of blame in life are your parents. If you get arthritis as an adult, more likely than not, it's a genetic inherited problem. It's and, and it's very difficult to look back and point to something that caused it. I will tell you, injury and surgery uh, can lead to arthritis downstream. But the vast majority of the arthritis that lives, walks and breathes around us is something that's degenerative and progressive over time. And you know, while we may be on this earth 85 years or more, God willing, uh, our joints are not meant to last forever. And over time, they sort of deteriorate or degenerate. And this concept of arthritis, where cartilage gets thin and wears away, is what happens. Okay, so people want to know, okay, so I have osteoarthritis. Um, will running increase the um, degeneration in, in my knees? Yeah, so Steve, I, this is probably the most common question I get asked. In fact, I see a lot of second opinions for shoulder, elbow, and knee. And the most common thing that a patient comes in, and they come in, you can see they're visibly anxious. Uh, they they often say, I just, you know, was so I'm so gratified that I had the opportunity to meet with you. I've been waiting for X amount of time, and I'm just looking to hear your your advice and your wisdom. And the first thing they say is, I was in a doctor's office. I got an X-ray. I was told I have arthritis, and I was told I should never run again. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm very, we're very blessed, I should say, in, in orthopedics to manage patients who are otherwise healthy, uh, who have maybe a specific problem. But to that individual, they look at it as, you know, potentially the most problematic aspect of their entire life, especially those who depend on running for mental uh, wellness and so forth uh, as part of their sort of balance. And that's a lot of people out there, mind you. And it may not just be running. It could be just high levels of activity. They've been told to give up activities and to and to, and to start walking and never do anything that has high impact, high impact again. And I will tell you that on a weekly basis, I have a lot of uh, uh, visits where people are very cheerful and emotional because 
because of this uh, this this uh, narrative that they've been provided by by other physicians and other uh, clinicians. So what I'm going to talk about is what's out there in the literature, and this is the subject of research that we've performed at Rush. And I will tell you, just to cut to the chase, Steve, that really every reliable clinical study uh, supports the fact that arthritis does not increase with activities. The, 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 what might happen is that you could see an uptake in your symptoms, but engaging in moderate and even high-level activity has never been shown in and of itself to lead to the progression of arthritis. And I think that's really important for people to understand. Um, so I often deal with symptom modification, how, pe how to help people behave in a very active lifestyle, but without uh, the increase in symptoms. So it, that's the important fact that people need to understand is that high levels of activity as an independent variable, looking at it exclusively by itself, has not been shown to lead to the incidence of progressive arthritis. It can actually help it, right? Increasing strength, I would imagine? Yes, there's, there's, there's excellent data that shows that low impact activities, uh, just walking, swimming, biking, and even light aerobic activity with strengthening can actually improve function quality of life and actually facilitate weight loss and decrease the stress on your joints indirectly. So I would argue that shutting it down is way worse than ramping it up as long as it's done in a responsible way. In a responsible way. Yeah, it kind of seems counterintuitive, doesn't it? Uh, you know, some people may think of, oh, boy, you know, I don't want to. But it's all about moderation, too. It's kind of like how we eat, right? I mean, you would never tell anyone to shut it down completely, you know? I mean, but you would think that um, the low-impact, if you have, to, you have to go to low-impact exercises, you know, walking, I think, is swimming. Wow, how, how great is that? You know, you can get a lot done in the water. Um, but in, increasing the strength and flexibility, um, probably in some pain, not only combating uh, fatigue, but reducing joint pain. Is that possible, too? It's absolutely possible, Steve. And, and if even the basic aspect of keeping your body weight ideal, if you had to weigh the balance of high impact versus obesity uh, that occurs because you're not active, I would take high impact any day of the week. You know, people think of obesity as um, uh, load. Uh, in other words, excess weight loads the joint. And, and truth be told, arthritis symptoms are load related. So as I mentioned, you may be involved with high level activities that lead to an uptick in your symptoms. That's not the same thing as saying that the disease is made worse. So reducing load or reducing activities can make you feel better. So my job or our job is to actually expand the window with which you can be active with your arthritic with your arthritic disease and not experience symptoms. And we have lots of ways to do that. And it doesn't have to be uh, giving up activities. Um, but what's interesting about obesity, Steve, is that it is not only associated with excess load. So for example, every pound that you and I carry above our knee is magnified between five and seven times with activities, especially, for example, stair climbing. So every pound that you lose can be a reduction across your knee by five to seven pounds. That's wow. a, not, not a well-known fact. So there's that that we have to deal with. But there's one other factor that has been really well uh, established. Obesity and body fat, sort of adiposity, which means the amount of body fat we carry in our, in our body. And that's not just what you see visibly around your waist and your love handles. That's actually visceral fat in your gut and what surrounds your GI system and so forth. Um, not only is that a, a silent killer as it relates to heart disease, it actually metabolically or biochemically has a negative impact on inflammation. And there's been some really interesting animal studies that show that, that it's if you separate the variable of load versus the adverse consequences of you and I carrying around excess fat in terms of inflammation, 
Arthritis can actually be associated with progression and worsening disease just because of the inflammatory aspects of carrying around excess fat. So it's not just all about load. There's actually a biochemical impact on our bodies that fat that fat delivers that has adverse consequences on our joints. So it's not just what you see and what you feel in terms of load. It has a dramatic impact on our sort of overall physiology to carry around excess body weight. And that's what we try to emphasize to patients. So if you are not active because you're worried about making your disease worse and then your body weight goes up, it's a double whammy. It's not just the load, it's the biochemical effects that adipose or fat tissue has on your body. That makes sense. But there are probably, and tell me if I'm wrong, maybe some exercises that should be avoided, right? You can't go crazy like squats and things I'm, I'm thinking of. You know, it's, 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 it, there's literature out there that talks about deep knee bends and squats and, and, and um, you know, super high impact jumping and things of that nature. And again, I'm going to tell you that it, uh, if the concern with doing those activities is that you're going to make the disease worse uh, by doing that, I would say most people should take it out of their system. The, the, the factors that have been shown to, so, so Steve, we did some research looking at um, NCAA athletes and what the independent variables were with disease progression when they were told that they had arthritis of the hip or the knee. And what we showed is that uh, the, the independent factors that were relevant were a history of previous surgery or major injury to the knee and obesity. But the activities they were exposed to did not uh, lead to progression of disease. And that might or could include squats and jumping and things of that nature. So there isn't a lot of data that shows that disease will be made worse, even with squats and things of that nature. But what those activities in and of themselves have are they have a higher propensity to increase your the way you feel badly, if you will. I didn't say that well, but the point is that the risk of seeing an uptick in symptoms is probably higher with some things than, than others. So squatting, deep knee bends, jumping off a box and things like that, which are very high ballistic loads, maybe not causing injury, but they're much more likely to uh, lead to an uptick in your symptoms. So if you want to stay active and less symptomatic, choose wisely. And if you can get the same bang for your buck as a swimmer or using an elliptical versus going out and running and pounding the pavement for six hours, I would tell you, you might as well run, swim, or use the, excuse me, run, uh, swim or use the elliptical or, uh, rather than the long-distance running. But if the only way you can get it done is long-distance running, you know, either psychologically or physically, there still is room to consider that activity despite the known knowledge that you have arthritis. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about long-distance running a little more in detail. But first, uh, Dr. Cole, I want to recognize some of our sponsors. This episode brought to you in part by Karen Malkin's new protein brownie bar and superfood bars, best tasting bars in the market, certified gluten-free, paleo, no added sugar. Karen's protein brownie bars and superfood bars available on Amazon and at karenmalkin.com. Vericell, one of our sponsors, develops, manufactures, and markets autologous cell-based therapies for patients with serious diseases and conditions. For more information about their products, visit vcellvcel.com. So... Um, give me some history here and the studies that have been done about long distance running and osteoarthritis. I mean, a lot of, some of these patients, people, you know, they're used to, um, to running, uh, you know, five to 10 to 15 miles to marathons. Um, and then all of a sudden they come in and say, boy, I've got arthritis. Am I hurting myself? What's the limit? So this is uh, a fascinating area because uh, my office is full of long distance runners <clears throat> on, a, on a pretty weekly basis. And um, as I mentioned, uh, long distance runners have a unique uh, psychology. They, they have been doing it for 
probably the vast majority of their lives, and they often do it into uh, into the master's level uh, athlete that those people in their 60s and 70s. And uh, it's really part of their fabric. So when they're having issues or they're told they can't do it anymore, you can imagine the impact it has on them psychologically. So there have been a number of studies that uh, have been done looking at long distance runners. One study looked at marathoners, Steve, that they, uh, these are people who are uh, uh, sort of uh, repeat marathoners, 70, an average of 78 marathons over the course of their life. And they compared them to a group of controls. And they looked at the incidence and severity of arthritis in their knees and their hips compared to those who didn't run marathons at a frequent level. And there were no differences. So that's the wow. first thing. So, but I, I will caution you that when you when I cite a study like that, it's a self-selected group of people because the people who are still running, who have had the luxury of running 60, 70 marathons, they genetically may be better programmed to stave off the effects of arthritis. It's a self-serving thing. So you have to be a little bit careful. But it also speaks to the fact that this is a group of people, a large number of people who have logged you know, dozens of marathons, yet are not demonstrating high levels of arthritic disease. So that's important. There is another study that is, is also, I think, equally fascinating that looked at, uh, over the long term, 30 long distance runners. And these are individuals who are very serious competitive runners going back to the 50s, starting when they're in their 20s and their 30s. And when they looked at these 30 runners, of the 30 runners who were no longer active, only one had stopped running because of arthritis of the lower, lower extremity. The remaining 27, 90% of them were still active, having been running 20 to 40 kilometers a week for at least 40 years. So, the, and then when you look at their x-rays, their x-rays did not show significant differences compared to non -run, a non-running population. So the take home is that a lifetime of long distance running at mileage levels uh, uh, at or above sort of recreational runners today is not associated with premature arthritis in the joints and lower extremities. So it, it really boils down to how people feel. It goes to, back to this basic tenet, Steve, where you know we focus on objective things. We look at an x-ray, we look at an MRI, and it shows arthritis. And the next thing you logically say is, well, now that I know I have arthritis, if I do A, B, and C, I'm going to make it worse. You know, in the absence of ever taking an x-ray, you know, hundreds of millions of people would never know they have arthritis and can enjoy a long, active lifestyle, you know, well into their 70s or 80s and never have an issue. So I, I, I always, you know, I'd like to leave you with this tenet. I think people need to understand that, that the technology we have sometimes is so sensitive to pick up, you know, what we look like inside. But there's very little correlation in terms of how we, how we feel and what our activities and how we conduct ourselves uh, as it relates to the progression of disease. And I think that's an important tenet. And I think when people are coming to a physician, they need to be able to speak cogently with a knowledgeable doctor who understands the natural history of disease. And it's not about the x-ray or the MRI. I've said this, you know, I've said this, you know, if not a hundred times to you over the last 11 or 12 years that you and I have been together. It's about the, the way people feel and what causes symptoms and how those symptoms are regulated through the course of their life. And it may have little or nothing to do with what the x-ray or the MRI shows. Good stuff. Uh, it makes a lot of sense and uh, something I think that our listeners uh, can take uh, great value from, Dr. Cole. You know, it's uh, you don't have to stop just because you have arthritis. I mean, uh, again, exercise has been proven to be the most effective treatment for early and moderate osteoarthritis and all of our joints. So don't stop, right? <laughs> Continue yes, on. Yes, you know what? 
with your yeah, activity can... and uh, have fun with it. And, uh, you know, as you said, Dr. Cole, in a lot of cases, it makes it better. You can't, you can't stay on the couch. Yeah, I would say, Steve, if you ask me what's the most important thing to do as we get old, you know what it is? It's don't get injured. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, really, that's what it is. You just don't, you and I should not get injured. If we cannot get injured, all the other ambient stuff that we deal with every single day, we can tolerate and actually live a very active life and maybe stay out of a doctor's office uh, uh, for the most part. Right. But, you know, and in my, my case, um, at my age, lifting weights, so important. I, I'm not a big runner. I'm not a big cardio guy, but I try to get mine in. But, um, boy, trying to do something. I, I feel guilty when I don't do something at least every other day. You know, and I play golf a lot and different things. I don't really consider golf like lifting weights, but I try to get to the gym because you feel so much better when you do. And you feel awful when you don't. And you got to get in that mentality. I think that's important. Well, as soon as we sign off this uh, episode, I'm going right to the gym. So thanks for the motivation. Good deal. I appreciate it. And uh, final note from uh, one of our sponsors, warm weather is here. Time to get outside, enjoy your favorite activities, spend precious time with family and friends. What we're talking about right here in our podcast. Aches, pains, or injuries should not be part of the memories you're making. The therapists at Rush Physical Therapy are there for you with more than 60 locations throughout greater Chicagoland. Rush's Clinical experts get you back to life. Go to RushPT.com today to schedule an appointment. Not sure if physical therapy is right for you? Request a complimentary consultation and discover the power of Rush Physical Therapy today. We hope you enjoyed today's Sports Minutes Weekly episode. Be sure to add the Sports Minutes Weekly podcast to your playlist on Apple and Spotify. Many thanks to our producer, Alex Soroka. Listen in anytime, anyplace. Subscribe to the Sports Medicine Weekly podcast, new Sports Minutes Weekly podcast, shared weekly on social media. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And our website is sportsmedicineweekly.com. For Dr. Brian Cole, I'm Steve Cashel. Hope you enjoyed this episode of our Sports Medicine Weekly podcast. Talk with you next time. <laughs>